Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John. I'm Robert. Let's get to the sponsors here. We got Willow Creek Custom Calls, Brad Jones. He's got all his spec calls, snowblower call, um, mallard calls. He's going to come out with a couple cool calls. That He's got a, some cool stuff coming down the line for this summer. He's going to release. going to be some pretty cool stuff. Up and coming cool things to come from Willow Creek Custom Calls. You get a hold of Brad at 510-610-7625 or willowcreekcustomcalls.com. So look old Brad up. If you want to order something, now's the time because it's the off season. You'll get it pretty quick. And he's got all kinds of stuff in stock, I think. So anyway, look him up. And then Superior Equipment Repair for all your truck equipment needs. Call Superior. We're all over the place. We actually had some listeners last week. Uh, one of the guys gave them some stickers and they tag superior and the filthy spoon up uh, down in the bay somewhere with some stickers and that was pretty cool so uh keep an eye out all you listeners for superior trucks and hit the guys up for stickers i gave most of the guys stickers to hand out if you see them so hit them up uh you can get a hold of us at 833-343-7351 or at superiorequipmentrepair.com so on to adam oliver Pennell ridge taxidermy old adam oliver we finally got him on here thank god good dude and uh no guest uh today so there's nothing the pot ain't going to be growing but that pot is getting bigger so he's going to be donating one of our lucky guests a mounted bird at duck days this year so i'm curious to see who wins hopefully not gribble and then robert i didn't realize this we we're doing double entries for people that have been on more than once that's kind of cool everybody except gribble of course that's right yes <laughs> gribble gets zero entries <laughs> he can come on every week and he will have zero entries so anyway uh look up old adam oliver on instagram at pinto ridge taxidermy Cool stuff. He posted a, something up yesterday. Pretty cool. So, And then last but not least, the Jeremy's over there at Official Left Coast Waterfowl. They got their uh, Waterfowl Widow line, their white snow goose stuff. They're coming out with different designs and logos all the time. And, they, of course, they're peddling our Filthy Spoon stuff. We got the Square Duck, the Drunk Duck, the traditional logo, um, hats hoodies shirts all the good stuff they got over there check them out they're local good guys and we're going to be seeing them here in a couple weeks they're going to be at the uh freedom fighter banquet also oh nice yeah yeah we're going to have a big group of degenerates there so anyway with no further ado oh wait promo code for them is lcw10 for 10 percent off at checkout cannot forget that so well well, i'm glad they got their tickets because it says online sold sold out out. and i hope we had a little bit of part in that because we've been pushing that and well, we have at least two tables part of that. Yep. So I mean, Ivan was going anyway, I think. But, uh, yeah, the Jeremy's are going now. It's the first dinner that one of them says they were going to. Mm. So. Always a good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love uh, hitting these dinners up, man. Good time. Yeah, that's going to be, what, CWA dinner number four for you in the last yeah. six months? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Th- third for me. Yep. Brad Jones is going to be there, too, so. I felt bad about not going to the Ubisetter one because it's kind of my backyard here. But uh, next year, yeah, just didn't. didn't I kind of found out about it late, you know, and uh, got kind of talked into going. I'm glad I did. It was a good time. So, well, you were texting me a couple updates on a couple of really good deals going on those auctions, man. Yeah, 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 exactly. There's deals to be had. People are sitting on their wallets. I think this Freedom Fighter one. There's a lot of people wanting to spend some cash. Because it's a you know a lot of people get pretty passionate motivated. about motivated yeah. about veterans and stuff. And That's true. 
Mike Kellogg's a good guy to want to raise money for. So I think this one stuff might go kind of high. I hope anyway. Yeah. And I like seeing that, you know, like Ivan's going. I mean, it's cool that guys that benefit from the program are willing to give back to it. Yeah, right? exactly. They aren't just, you know, giving, they're not just taking from the resource. Right. They're giving back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. so I think there's a lot of people like that, you know. Shoot, oh, yeah. I'm one of them. I've, I've benefited from the program. I'm happy to give back. Yeah, exactly. So, so well, welcome back from Mexico, man. Yeah, it was a blast. I, uh, Got back, what, we're recording here on Saturday. I got back Tuesday, right? Yeah. Monday night, Monday night, yeah, late, late, late. Oh, yeah. Tuesday morning, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, that part was miserable, man. Um, yeah, I, I didn't read my plane. They they changed it a couple of months ago. The itinerary, I didn't even look. I look at when I was leaving. Yeah. That's all I gave a shit about. And I just kind of glanced at the return trip. And, oh, 11.45. Traditionally, I usually get back about midday. Oh, no, no. 11.45 at night. Ooh. Yeah, six-hour layover in Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, $12.50 friggin' beers, man. Yeah, I about went broke. And then they're looking at me because I'm pounding them, so I had to go down another terminal hang out in some other bar <laughs> where they want to judge me. Oh, yeah, dude, the gate agents will freaking turn you away if they think you've been drinking oh, yeah. too much. Oh, yeah. But six-hour layover, that's quite the layover, oh, yeah. man. Exactly. So, I, you know, don't judge me. <laughs> but uh, so I said, but that bartender kind of sucked the first bar I was at anyway, so I... Headed to a different terminal, and there was a cool bar, and I met this cool guy from Oregon, hung out with him for a couple of hours, talking politics and old cars and stuff. And oh, nice. He was a really nice guy. So. That's got to be a weird job, right? Airport bartender. You get really get no regulars. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe a couple of business people that might come yeah, through, but pretty true. much no. But your regulars are, are maybe at best weekly. They're yeah, daily. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's not going to be like cheers in there, no. that's for sure. No. Yeah, maybe that's why that lady was kind of a bitch. I don't know, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, you yeah. come and go. Yeah, exactly. And this loudmouth wants to fucking talk the whole time. It's like just shut up and take your beer, asshole. Yeah, but, no, they. Uh, you you drink on the plane too? No, because you got to buy it. Yeah, and they're fairly wait, sh- but you were spending twelve fifty. <laughs> yeah, I they're not don't. that expensive on the plane. No, they're not. But I don't know. It's such a pain in the ass, and then I don't yeah. want to have to get up, take a leak. Right. And they're fairly short flights. It's like under two hours to Phoenix from here. Oh, yeah. And then it's about under two hours to Mazalon. Yeah. So it's, I'm not on there for a long time. So I just I don't drink on the plane. I, I took a work trip from uh, to Phoenix last year, last May. And uh, I had a bunch of, I was flying with coworkers and I had a bunch of free drink vouchers for the airline. Oh, so cool. So I, I gave those out. They, everyone was pretty happy with me on that one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. I wouldn't mind having some of them. But, uh. No, the hunt was cool. Got there. Uh, now, this time, because last time you hunted, what, Mazatlan? Yeah. So, and we th- stayed in Mazatlan. You know, so, you were saying town. Mazatlan again this time? No, no. Oh. Fly into Mazatlan. Okay. Flew into Mazatlan. And then uh, Ramsey and the other two guys, or three guys, I should say. It was a father, son, and a dude named Wade from uh, Maryland, Eastern Shore guy. And they had, they had flew in a couple hours before me, so they all went to lunch waiting on me. So, then they come back to the airport and picked me up. And then we had a couple-hour ride south. Cool, you know. I mean, a little unnervy in those Mexican rides, dude, because lanes oh, yeah. mean nothing there, you know. Dude, stop signs mean nothing. Stop lights mean nothing. Well, on the highway, the trucks get all the way over on the side of the yeah. road, and then you're passing them, and there's another truck coming. So you're like three wide in a two-lane, like, constantly. Oh, yeah. And it's just something you need to get used to, you know. No, it's wild. No seatbelts. No, yeah, no seatbelts. Yeah. I'm freaking trucking beer. Freaking oh, yeah. Beer. yeah it was, you know, no, it was great. Um Really good, fun ride. I always like seeing country, and you're passing all this guave, and you're seeing cattle, and 
So so did so Ramsey came to Mazatlan to pick you guys up. Yeah, yeah. And then is he driving? He has a car there. No, no. no he, he's riding with the okay. you guys the just, outfitter or whatever yeah. you want to call him. Really nice guy. The guy that runs the whole outfit. Um, Any checkpoints on the way to? No, we we hit one on the way back, but not on the way there. I've went through them before down there, but no really issues. Now I'm looking on map, and it looks like the area you're at that. Uh, Ivan corrected me on, or corrected you on the pronunciation, N- Nayarit. Nayarit, yeah, something like that. Is that is that a city? Is it just like a <laughs> county, state type th- I don't friggin' know. Area? It's like an area, I yeah. think, because it ain't the name of the town where I was at. I, I think I sent you the pin of where I was at, didn't I? I think so. But I think I sent it on uh, Google Maps. But, I mean, we stayed in this cool, cool place right on the beach, but it was very, like, traditional... Mexico, like, I mean, it was a real poor dirt road town, but the house we were in was, you know, everything's square brick or yeah. cement down there. This one was rounded, you know, kind of looked like the Beverly Hillbillies mansion. In the it, friggin it looked nice. You posted some pictures. Yeah, it was nice. Some. It looked really nice. It was right on the beach. Um, and it, it wasn't any houses like that in the town. It was like the only one, but I guess it's kind of like an Airbnb type thing for local like, local Mexicans will go rent that for the friggin' oh. weekend or whatever. Okay. So, I didn't I didn't know that. So, like, nobody really lives there. Right. But, uh, super cool place. It was built in, like, the 60s. And it's, I mean, it's it's nice, but it's not, like, luxurious, you know. Did it have a big gate? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They all end up locking the compounds down oh, there. Yeah. yeah. My grandfather lived in Mexico for a long time, and he had a, a big compound with, you know, big walls and Yeah, this and gate. place this thing yeah. was, yeah. Barbed wire. Yeah, and I mean, I wanted around town. I didn't see anything. We had to go down to one dude. Uh, Brandon wanted some vodka, so we oh. went down to the little friggin' store. And luckily, one of the guys went with us, and nobody speaks English. Yeah, and uh, they had some, but then the dude didn't have cash. Thank God I did. You know, it was still like twenty-eight bucks for a bottle of vodka down there. I will say, having traveled with you before, you're very good about keeping cash on you when you travel. That's a good. That's, that's a, a good, good travel thing. move to have it cash. Is. Because yeah. you go to these little hick towns or down there, little Mexican towns, you better have cash. There ain't no ATM. I'll, I'll never forget when we were in the car in Washington, <laughs> Eastern Washington, rural Washington, up at Eagle Lakes, and you said, "Always have cash in banjo country." <laughs> that's a fact, man. <laughs> you might have to pay off some hillbilly or something. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, always carry cash in banjo country. <laughs> that's a fact, man. So the accommodations were great. We got there. Um, the guys, you know, we all clicked pretty well. You know, Ramsey was super cool. He had his little dog there. Everybody knows, world-famous Char Dog. Yeah. Um, she was on IR, so we didn't get to hunt with her. That really sucked. Oh. She had hurt her foot or something, so he was resting her. And it sucked. She was it, She didn't like that. And that dog, I mean, hunted. I mean, she, She's a, probably hunted more than just about any other dog. I, that ever. dog has picked up more birds, I think, than yeah. any dog, dog on the planet. I, would have, I, I can't imagine another one. Even if you're a guide and you guide no. in... Canada and here, you don't hunt as much as that guy does. So did he leave her at the house then? Yeah, he just put her in his room. Okay, she's really well behaved little dog. Yeah. I mean, he just put the leash on her in like a plastic chair, put it under it. You know, she can easily just rip away. Right. She don't. She just stays. Now, were there a lot of street dogs there? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say everywhere. They got a big problem with that. My yeah, everywhere. I remember that as a kid. I, we seen one black lab, and we're coming back. I'm like, Graham, is that your dog? He's Let's like, grab what? it. <laughs> He's like, it better not be. But it was, I mean, it, it, I, you don't see many labs down there, but this one was like, looked like a black lab. Oh, yeah. No, wait. Yeah, a lot of street, that's what I remember about being a kid in Mexico. Uh, visiting my grandfather was, you know, 
all these street dogs. My brother and I were coming back from the bar one night and got chased by some <laughs> a pack of dogs. Yeah, they're running yeah, they kind of get feral and wild, probably. Yeah, some Mexican lady opened up her door and <laughs> let you, you know, in. Ushered us in. <laughs> we picked up the phone. Thankfully, I had my grandfather's phone number in my pocket, like <laughs> written down, so we called him. And my parents came and picked us up. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but uh, no, it was it's real. Anybody, because I, I did the Mazelon hunt, and right. that's staying in a touristy area about, around a bunch of freaking Canadians and Americans. They, they call that the, the honeymoon hunt or yeah. something like definitely that? Definitely cool. Yeah. Definitely cool, man. But this was like, I wanted kind of the authentic staying in Mexico. Yeah. I mean, we're the only white people, dude, anywhere around. Yeah. And I was so cool, cool with that, you know. I, um, so we didn't go out a lot in the sense of like, not out on the town. There's nothing to do in this town. Right. But uh, we did drive a lot, Cause, so we we went, and so the first day we went, we got up kind of earlier than you get up in Mazawan. We we left at like five five ten, I think, pretty early for their their standards. And we get out there, and uh, we're actually a little early because in Mazawan they start a little later because it's not like here where they're all flying at sun. It's right. they're coming into that fresh water when it warms up. So uh, we were there a little early, and then it starts out slow, and then it just the action just it. By the time you're done, there's more ducks there than when you got there, because they're all flooding it into that fresh water. Better. Yeah, it gets better and better. Yeah. So the first day we're all ready. They had a shitty season back home, but the, the guys we were hunting with, everyone did, man. Everybody did. Yeah. So we're we're there to pull the trigger, right? So yeah. it was spoony extravaganza, right? And we're not holding on. I mean, I know I'm not. I ain't got no problem shooting spoonies. Hell no. <laughs> So we smoked the hell out of the spoonies. And then, as we're picking up and everything, here come the blue wings. And they started piling oh, in. So we could have got a lot more blue wings if we would have yeah. just been a little patient. Who cares, dude? Yeah. I mean, it was a spoonie smackdown of epic proportion, you know. Well, those pictures you sent me the first day, I mean, you shot more ducks the first day than I shot all year. Same here. Yeah. By far. By yeah. far, you know. Because what, it was, I mean, 30. Bigger limits there. 30, 30 bird limit each yeah. and there was five of us so Man, that's you know, a smackdown. yeah <laughs> and it was early i mean we're done at nine something you now know? when you're when you're hunting this and and we got i know you might not go back next year i mean i don't want to cut to to that but i was going to ask you when if you if you're going to go back again in the future if you would if, if you want to go oh, back yeah i think i gotta go next time i gotta go. I, I already I, talked to my wife she's she's on board with me going I got to go. Are, you, are she going to go too? I don't think so. She oh. doesn't want to go to Mexico. She, oh. I've been to Mexico even like since we've been married when my grandfather was living there to go visit him. Yeah. Uh, but she, she, I think she's a little freaked out by Mexico. Yeah, some people are. Yeah. I, I think it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Well, if it's just you going, then I would do this one. Yeah. Although it's not officially on his calendar yet. Well, I'm going to wait till you're back on the roster. Okay, yeah. it'll probably be year after next. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, so not but I'll probably do the Mazelon one if I go again. Is it? Oh, that's the one you did the first time, yeah. the resort one. Yeah. Um. I well, I don't know. I like this one too. If it's just a bro trip, I would yeah. probably do this one. Okay. If you're bringing a gal, I'd do the Mazelon obviously because you can't really bring a gal here unless she hunts. You know. Yeah. Well, but, uh, well, next time you want to do it, you let me know what you're doing, and I'll. Yeah, I'll jump we'll on. have to see what he books up on his calendar because as of now, it's not officially on his site or nothing. You know. I mean, I just. You know, like our listeners, I'm sure, who follow us on Instagram see this and they're salivating over the pictures that you... <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, everybody's got to do it at least once, you know. And there's some people that give Ramsey flack and this is what's wrong with duck hunting and all that. Well, all I can say to you people is fuck off because 
Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I was talking to someone about this recently, and they're like, oh, I can't believe how many birds they're allowed to kill there. And it's like, yeah, but there's hardly anyone hunting. There's more birds killed in opening day in California than the the, whole season down there. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're the only ones hunting. There's hardly anybody down there doing it. It's Americans. Yeah. You know, locals don't really hunt. It's Americans. And so the numbers are, and trust me, if it was detrimental, it wouldn't be like this year after year. No. You know? No, of course not. You know, and I mean, every day is a good hunt. You know what I mean? It's if it was if we're shooting it out, it wouldn't be that way. And and the reason you know every day is a good hunt is because there's no hunting pressure. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> and that's also why you can have such liberal limits that's, because that's there's just, no yeah. hunting. So there's a lot of you know we've talked about this several times on this show yeah. about this duck hunter envy. Yeah. So I know there's a whole lot of hate, envy, jealousy. That's like you know, oh, this is what's wrong with. No, it's not. What's wrong with it, dude? No. Everybody would would love to do this if they could. You yes. know. And, I mean, to be honest, if it was like that all the time, I think people would probably get a little bit bored. Because three days of that, including the dove hunting, I was, I was about ready for a break. This is like honest. the Playboy Mansion of duck hunting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly the same deal, you know. Yeah. And it's so low effort. So these guys in Mazelon, there's no blinds or nothing. It's basically like a dove hunt. Here, they, they put in a little effort. They, they got some camo, like, you know, that wrap stuff. Oh, okay. And they'll build a little blind. So did they have the blinds built before you got there? Um, they were like working on them as we got there because there'd be like two cars, you know, that one truck going ahead of us. Yeah. So they would set the blind uh, up just for the hunt and then take it down. So, so you're get, you're getting up at the at the house around five, you said, right? We, no, you're leaving around. Oh, so you're yeah. getting is it, that's like yeah, a, you're getting up at like yeah, four thirty early morning. Yeah, and yeah. then it's like an hour drive. That's the only thing is there's a lot of driving. Yeah, a lot of road time. Like four hours a day, you're in a car. So then you have a you have someone that leaves before you or is ahead of you. And they yeah, they don't even stay where we do. There's right. guys in a pickup. They were cool guys. One dude had a freaking Navy shirt. It was so funny. I don't know. It's like some Salvation Army or oh, something, yeah. like a Navy blue. They don't even have, wear that kind of camo anymore. Yeah. And it had like a Chinese guy that said ye or something on it. <laughs> but it was like a camo, so he was wearing it for hunting. It was hella funny. Was it like the blue one? Yeah, or? yeah, like the blue kind of digital yeah. camo. Yeah. Like and he had some rings on it and everything. Uh, <laughs> I took a picture with him. <clears throat> Ramsey photobombed that picture, actually. It was kind of funny. That is funny. <clears throat> I sent it to Sharon. <clears throat> so, are they, so I know when I, I was, you know, I follow Ramsey on on instagram and i saw he posted a picture or a video of this area all these teal flying down a canal what what were you were you hunting ponds canals? what were you hunting this this would be like just little flooded areas i've seen that same video yeah. and i thought i was gonna hunt there but that we didn't hunt anywhere like that oh that looked cool it looked that like looked a little cool. duck highway yeah, yeah exactly and uh we didn't hunt that this time um there's two properties you can hunt down there. <laughs> they're about an hour apart okay and one has a new built clubhouse we didn't stay at that one. You could stay at the beach house. Oh. Or the other one has the, the clubhouse. And it's on the property that you're hunting. No, it's oh. no, but it's closer. It's close. So you can sleep in more. Yeah. Yeah. But um so we didn't hunt that. So the hunting's a little bit different, but basically the same. This is just like flooded, it's just rainwater that collects and it's super shallow, little Almost ponds. like that stuff outside of like uh, like Lincoln. Yeah, exactly. Area. Yeah, when you'll see Where that the, sheet water, or whatever yeah. you call it, and the the low spots. Yeah, and that will collect the rainwater and create That's little ponds. That's what this is. I used to see a bunch of ducks right off sixty five. Oh yeah, it would rain a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, same deal. I haven't and seen them lately. I haven't either. No. Not like I used to. No. But that's what you're hunting is little things like that, and they'll just have a little point and they'll set you up a little blind, throw out a dozen decoys, 
And here they come, you yeah. know. I mean, it was. Now, how many guys are on this trip? You had there Ramsey? There were four. Yeah. Four and then plus Ramsey. Okay. And they were from. Uh, Two guys were from Dallas, a father and son hunt. Okay. The guy's a pretty famous barbecue guy, too. B nice. B-Roy's Barbecue or something. He's yeah. got like 150,000 YouTube followers or something. He's a pretty big-time barbecue guy. Oh, cool. He actually did some cooking and stuff when we were down there, too. Oh, cooked cool. some of the birds yeah, you guys yeah. shot? Yeah. Yeah, ducks and, and... Ducks and the dove. And the dove, yeah. We'll get to the dove. Yeah. i got to hear about the yeah. dove, too. But So he, 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 he grilled some up at the, at the house? Yeah, yeah. Nice. And they, had a, they have a full-time chef there, and the guy knows what he's doing. What? I mean, very good food. You get back, so after the hunt, you pull up. They're sitting there, margaritas ready for oh, you. Oh, dude, tacos, I'm sure. Yeah, like, like snacks. They got little snacks out, you know, cut fruit and friggin' pork grinds and crap, and then he makes you a little lunch. Yeah. You know, some tacos, whatever. Um, all the food was excellent, and it's all covered. They had plenty of beer. Not chugging beer like crazy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, old Ramsey started calling me old Beer 30. Beer 30. What kind of beer they have there? Pacifico. Okay, Pacifico. Yeah, Pacifico's good. No, I like yeah, Pacifico. They were those tall, skinny cans, yeah. like those... Oh, so I brought the uh, wrong beer holder. I'm like, damn it, I brought the Rams. Like, I don't think these. you need a damn huggy as fast as you drink them. <laughs> 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 well, they never ran out. Then they had some uh, Pacifico Suave. That's like their light <laughs> beer. Oh, Suave. They, Smooth. Like, I don't know if they were trying to give me some lower alcohol crap because they tried to, trying to feed me them. I'm like, no, I want the yellow ones. No, you keep them Suave. Try this near beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's just as good. <laughs> But no, the food was excellent, everything. Um, they treated us great. All the guys that helped there, they didn't know English or nothing, but they treated us friggin' excellent, yeah. you know. Um, beaches right there. That's cool. So I went back. You know, I jumped in the Pacific Ocean, went swimming a day. Yeah, what was the weather like? It's like 70s to 80. Yeah, it doesn't really get cold there. No. No. Not and that's kind of the nice time of year. In summer, it gets pretty hot, I guess. But weather was great. And then uh, I think it was the first day, yeah, before we even hunted, that guy showed up. With the little moped and the friggin' oyster cart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that was cool. And Ramsey likes raw oysters, and I like raw oysters. And so we're just sitting there friggin' eating, stuffing ourselves with them oysters. And that was that was hella good. Then it gets sick. You know, you never know how long they've been packing them things around down there. Yeah, I heard you love uh, Rocky Mountain. Oh, yeah. Oysters they're my raw. favorite. Yes, that's my favorite. Yes. Bull nuts are something, a delicacy <laughs> for me. Yes. <laughs> Better than Red Bull. <laughs> But, no, that was super fun. And then the next day he came back, and we did the same shit with the oysters. I mean, I dude, I gorged myself, man. Me and Randy were just sitting there just sucking them down. And, uh, no, it was that was super fun. That sounds so fun. And they're cheap, right? I mean, everything. Oh, yeah. We gave him 20 bucks and, like, ate till we were full. Yeah. You know? But That's the thing. When you get the tourist areas of Mexico, they can be pretty pricey. It's yeah. not like they, because they know. They, they know, know that they're going to get it, right? Oh, I got friggin' hose. I bought a friggin' magnet for $7, and everybody's shaming me over it. Ah. We went. You so, didn't negotiate? They all, you got to negotiate with them. They love to negotiate. They, I, yeah. And it was a woman, and I just felt bad, and I, here's $7. That's what I love about Mexico. Yeah. Even like. Everything's negotiable. Yeah, you go to the taco stand. It says like three tacos for five bucks. You, know, I got, I got two dollars on me. Can you give me, you yeah. know, two tacos? Oh, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. Everything's negotiable. Yeah. I was trying. So right next to us was this. It was empty, but it was this big long beach restaurant. And I was looking for like a bar. I'm like, I want to find a bar. Yeah. Well, they didn't really have a bar. Well, I sat down. I want a beer. And we tried to order chips and salsa. Well, no English. They end up bringing out this. 
fucking three course fucking meal of all this meat and shit and friggin i mean it was like okay well this isn't really what i wanted but whatever just give me another beer <laughs> so me and the wade guy we sat over there and then that lady came up to us and that's when she sold us the magnet and, and he's like no no i'm not because he was gonna buy one he's like no, no i ain't paying seven bucks then she tried to sell it to him for five i'm like whoa 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 if you're gonna do you can, you can't negotiate you gotta, like <laughs> shameless yeah I, yeah shameless man yeah they seen me coming but i bet i, I bet had you said three bucks oh yeah you would have got three yeah but so they brought all this food I bet two. Yeah. It's a crappy little plastic magnet. It had some chick on it. It looked like just some, like, I don't know, Mexican beauty queen or something. And I thought, okay, cool. And it says that Nariat or whatever the hell it's called. Right? So I didn't think much of it. Well, old Ivan, I guess his uh, family hails from this region. Oh. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's some feminist communist lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm really happy about that's that. That's hilarious. You oh, got, yeah. You got to put it somewhere then. That's funny. I think that's funny. Oh, yeah, because I'm just thinking, oh, it's just this pretty lady, you know? She's oh, no. like the freaking uh, Che Guevara. Of, yeah, exactly. Of exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to find that picture. Where the hell is Ivan at here? Um, I was going to show you because uh, it just looks like an unassuming magnet with some, you know, kind of, she's got like a tiara on and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, make me think of this place and. But nope. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so you listeners can't see this. But well, you're going to have to post it yeah. on, the, on the Instagram. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so cool. So she's some friggin' oh, commie, yeah. evidently. But oh, she'll, she, I'm sure she loves the flag <laughs> next Yeah, year. I know. I did that for Ivan. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, That's like, hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he told me, oh, yeah, she's some artist, friggin' communist. Like, oh, that's great, man. I'm supporting communism. Awesome. Dude, Mexico, Mexico's a wild place, man. Mexico, it it's like it feels like you're in a different uh, world, and and we're on the same continent. They're just there, you know, it's a stone throw away from from the U.S. Well, just to see the way, like the people on motorcycles gobbling up wood all over. Oh yeah. To cook with and shit, yeah. you know. Well, that's what I know. You know, every time I've come back from Mexico, it always gives you different perspective on things, right? Like, think of think of here in California, like we're gonna have electric cars. Right, yeah. because we love the environment. It's like, do you guys not understand that <laughs> right across the border there? Well, yeah, anything that moves. Anything that moves goes. There's no smog. There's no car they're registration. Just, they're just like trash dumps on the side of the road. Y- yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, then they're... What do you think you're accomplishing? Yeah. You'll see a family of four riding on a moped. Yeah. You know, a mom, a dad, and like a little two babies. I've seen that for oh, people. Oh, yeah. 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 The Toyota Tacoma is like the premier family vehicle there. Yeah, yeah. Because they can put the whole family in the back of it. Yeah, oh, Plus yeah. Plus the neighbor's kids. Or the construction crew, the three-axle dump truck. has got the whole crew in the bed oh, of the yeah. freaking dump truck. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm not, you know, obviously Mexico, you know, it's not, you know, when you when we go there on vacation, it's fun, right? I mean, yeah. I love it. And I, I understand it's not the most ideal place to live for, for the average person there. But it's like. It gives you some perspective on like, maybe all this kind of safety net bullshit that we <laughs> do here is perhaps not 100% necessary. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I mean, because they're, they're down there living. And I, inside of all our materialistic bullshit we yeah. got up here. And, you know, just to see how resourceful these people get, the shit they do, you know. The guy down there with one arm selling oh, yeah. oysters on a motorcycle. It's like, how is he going to shuck them oysters with one arm? Yeah, he finds it. But he he, finds I mean, a they, way. they just find a way to survive. And like the guy, the old guy selling us oysters, he's got his two sons there with him. 
and they're sucking, they're shucking their little kids, probably not teenagers quite yet. Yeah. And it's like, you know, who's living a better life? Uh, right. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, I don't know, it really puts it in perspective of, and it, it shows me how fucking pussy the fight we Americans have become. And and to be fair, I mean, it's it's like anywhere else in the world. Africa, it doesn't matter where you go. It's a spectrum as far as, you know, uh, wealth. I mean, dude, yeah. there's some rich people in Mexico. Oh, there's yeah. There's some rich dudes there. Oh, yeah. They got, oh, yeah. you know, it's like anywhere else. And, and they're living better than, you know, most of us are living because it's just, you know, you're rich there, you're rich here, you're rich anywhere. Yeah. Rich is rich. Yep. But, uh, but you're right. I mean, the average person, like, who's to say that we're <laughs> our way is better? Well, the field workers down there, they got buses all over, like old, oh, yeah. like the old like yeah. buses you'd see here going over the summit taking gamblers to yep. Reno. And they go out in the fields. Yeah. Supposedly they make 23 bucks a day. Oof. Working in the fields yeah. all day. You know? Well, that's why, I mean, that's why people like my grandfather retire and move to yeah. Mexico because yeah. it doesn't take that much to. But they, I'm telling you, they got a freaking gringo price, dude, because. That little restaurant we went to, yeah, it came oh, yeah, to like thirty something bucks for yeah. this, and I'm like, geez. Well, then we left. You know, they're all weird down there, service wise. Like they give you their food, and they don't come back for hella long. That's a, like a culture thing. Well, that gringo price, though, I mean, that's negotiable too, bro. Well, here's the I'd deal. I got to eat with my grandfather, and he'd be like, no, 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 no. I probably should have. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't gonna make waves, but I probably should have. I threw down. It came to like. I did the calculations and it was like, okay, it's thirty-eight bucks or thirty-four dollars. Yeah. I left like thirty-eight. We leave. She don't come back around. So I leave the money on the table. You know, they're so weird about that yeah. there. Well, she comes over to the house, and the guy's like, "Hey, you owe this lady more money." I'm like, "What?" what? So she says, "You owe her another three dollars." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" Oh, oh, they seen me coming. They're extorting you, bro. They were. So that's the last time I went out. It's like, okay, I paid seven dollars for a magnet, friggin'. Over $40 for two beers and a bunch of food I didn't even want. Well, this wasn't like a tourist area, so they saw Americans. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we're cashing in. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they're not going to see another guy like me till who knows when, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, uh, yeah, and all the other hunters are giving me shit. I can't believe you paid that. I'm like, you know what? I don't give a shit, dude. That's why I don't convert it to pesos because, okay, it's $7. Yes, I made overpay, but it's $7. I can live with that. I budgeted for this trip. I can live with that. When I'm doing handing out pesos, that shit's like monopoly money to me. So I don't, oh, yeah, here you go. You know, you're tipping the baggage guy. You're tipping the cab driver. Like our oh, first yeah. day there, they think I'm a frigging thousandaire. Everybody's, <laughs> oh, there he is, rich gringo. And I'm like, <laughs> then I'm like, fuck, I'm out of this monopoly money. How much was it? I was like, well, that was $200. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I keep it American cash. So I went down there. With my wallet was like this fat because I went down to ones, fives. Cause oh, you, yeah. You don't give them a 20, dude. Who knows what you're getting back, you know? Get a freaking stack of a million pesos yeah. and change. Yeah, so no, I, they're not giving you back you, dollars. No, no. They'll gladly take them, but you're not getting bucked yeah. back. So uh, I just, I've spent in America, but I bring lots of ones and fives. That's a tip to anybody that goes down there doing this shit. You bring lots of small bills. That, that's That's smart. Yeah. I like, uh, I mean, it's it's harder to do when you get into rural Mexico, but... Like when I go to Europe or something, I like just, I'll, I'll get a little, I'll convert some cash, but I mostly just use my card. Let it, you know, it'll, yeah. it'll do a little exchange fee, but it's not, it's less than, than what it normally is for the, uh, you know, to exchange currency for currency. Yeah. I got ripped off at the airport too. Oh, they, they always rip you off. I bought a, there was a gift shop. I bought a couple little trinkets and when I, and I paid with my card because I was at the airport. 
And I didn't fucking know what it cost. And I mean, it was just some little fucking glass, like a little skull thing. And an ashtray. They had an ashtray that looked like a sombrero. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen an ashtray in a long time. So I bought it. Yeah, I might start smoking <laughs> again. <laughs> and it was like, I want to say it was like 40 bucks for this shit. And I'm like, what? But no, dude, I'll I, never forget that duck season that you were smoking no, in the blind. That was horrible. <laughs> I probably ran them Clarks off. They hunted with me a couple times. So they're smoking in front of this 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. I, you know, that was a bad phase. I'm glad I quit that shit. Yeah, I wasn't a very good smoker. Yeah, you pick up smoking in your late 30s. Yeah, I know. Quit chewing and then start smoking. What an idiot, dude. Speaking of quit chewing, I quit. Do you? Yeah, I'm tough. Po- post duck season, I normally do. Yeah, you do. Uh, dude, I've been tired. It may, yeah, I mean, the only side effect I felt is that I'm just I get tired early. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Tobacco keeps you up, dude. It, it helps. Really? I'm, I don't know. I It increases your heart rate, I think. Huh. Well, maybe that's why I go. That's why, like, sleep. when you drive, you know, it's all yeah. you put a chew in when you drive. It keeps you up. Something yeah. I, oh, I, speaking of chew, I was able to smuggle all mine in, no problem again. I saw you're back to Copenhagen. Well, this was just left over from Mexico. Uh-huh. I brought Copenhagen to Mexico. I bought five cans, and I strategically stashed yeah. all over my luggage. No more Stokes. No, I'll be chewing that. I still got some, but I, this is my last of my Copenhagen from Mexico. You think Stokes is comparable? Is it, yeah. Yeah, okay. It ain't great, but it's, I mean, it's half price. Uh, literally half price. It's not so. Longhorn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Longhorn Rooster. Yeah. But Ramsey was saying something, because he, he's down there for a while. I want to say like a month and a half or oh, something. Yeah. And he You can buy it there. You can buy chew there. Not in Mexico. Uh, I bought a bunch in Mexico. Not anymore. Not that far south. Probably not. I was on a cruise ship once, and I and I, we stopped at port, and I bought a bunch as a oh, teenager. Not anymore, man. I mean, there's it's not nowhere. And I asked Randy, he says, nope, nowhere. Oh. And they will confiscate it from you. Oh, is it banned? They ask you, do you have, like, you can't bring that. What? Do you have any, last year they said, do you have any cigarettes? And I said, no. This year they asked me if I had any tobacco, and I lied and said no. But, I mean, they just uh, zoomed they it through. I had to tell everyone, you that. Everyone lies about all that. Well, evidently they tax it when you bring it in. Uh, oh yeah, I'm looking at they have a a big uh, tobacco control law in 2022. Oh really? At least this is yeah. So yeah, oh yeah, they're they're trying to crack down on this. I don't know why they care. Meanwhile, fentanyl trafficking's fine. Oh yeah, no, you can get all that <laughs> we want. So like, what do you do? Would you Google it or yeah, something? Yeah, I, I just googled it. Ramsey said it was some ungodly tax per can to bring it in. Wow. Um, I didn't declare it. I was just oh, hell no, it. hell no. You don't no, declare like, any nope. of that. No, no. They no. ran it through, and I mean, I wondered because you can see it clear as day on that thing, probably the metal no, lids, no, but no, no. they didn't seem to give a shit. So, no. and going home, customs wasn't bad this time either. Well, you didn't have a five five six right yeah. with you either, dude. I was telling that story to Ramsey, and he's like, "You're one lucky son." Oh of yeah, bitch. dude. They'll put you in jail. He knew a guy in freaking Belize or something that got put in prison. It turned into this major for having a, a he had a thirty odd six shell by accident. No, and no they, gun, no gun, one shell, and they put him. They sent him like ten years in jail or some crap. He ended up somehow get Ted Turner got involved or some shit and got him out. Dude, they've had people. Yeah, dude, it's, that's the wild part. They've had guys that have you know if you're by like Calexico or or those areas. You know, Cali, Arizona, New Mexico, um, 
that whole southern border area, you know, it's easy to get turned around. Like, now you're accidentally going through the border. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they've had dudes who have, like, made the wrong turn. Yeah. And you're an American, so you have, like, a rifle or something in your yeah. RV. That's the, yeah, I heard of that happening yeah. down there. And now you're in jail. Yep. Now you're like, uh, you're like uh, Mel Gibson in that, that gringo movie. Did you ever watch yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now, you're, now, now that's you. Yeah. No, I, I remember hearing about that a couple of years ago. Like, literally took a wrong turn. Yeah. And, you know, and you brought a gun 20 feet into Mexico yeah. and you're going to prison. Yeah. And the U.S. is like, they can't do anything. Like, yeah, you're you're in there. Yep. Nothing we can do. Yeah, Sorry. Once you cross, you cross. Yep. Yep. Now that the international, you don't even get arrested in another country, man. Well, I might be kind of a dipshit loudmouth, but I'm smart enough to not cause trouble in a foreign fucking country. You know. Hell no. No. I mean. No. Like I say, I mean, it, if I'm sure if you wanted to find trouble down there, you could. I mean, we didn't. Oh, yeah. This is, we're, we're staying at a private house. We weren't out on the town. Mazelon, I'm sure if you wanted to find trouble, you could find trouble. Yeah. But I never found any. Like the guns down there, they're all from like the 90s. Um, I shot a, yeah, like what were old, you shooting? a Beretta. Beretta, okay. It was, a, it was fine with it. The only problem was uh, it had the safety on the front of oh. the trigger guard. I didn't like that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was a 400 or what, but it was an older Beretta. And you being left-handed, you had to, what, use your thumb I had a right-handed, yeah. So, I mean, to be honst I didn't really use the safety up, yeah. much, you I know. Mean, I mean, Keep I, it in a point in a safe direction. I kept direction. it pointed in a safe direction because yeah. it was. Hard to unclick that thing uh, left-handed. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, the hunt was cool as hell. And then the second day, the first day was the Spoonie Smackdown. That was awesome, you know. Yeah. And then after, well, after that, the, the, you, you dove hunted each day? Or just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you so you finished the Spoonies back to SmackDown. Then we went back, had some oysters, some lunch. Some guys took a nap. I drank a bunch of beer. Oh, you were done early then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You were, we're well, back. You said like 9. Like you were done by 9. Yeah, we're back by like 10, 30, 11, probably to the house. That's pretty early. Like that. Yeah. And then we have lunch and then dick around a little bit and then head out for the dove hunt. About 2.30 we left. How far away is the dove hunt? About an hour. So everything's about an hour. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You end up in the car like four hours a day. Well, because you're probably not driving that fast either. Oh, no. That motherfucker is hauling ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, are you driving like freeway speed? Uh, <coughs> yeah, I mean, he's up in 60 and then slamming on the brakes because we're uh, frigging the other roads down there. Oh, yeah. Jacked up and like Peligro, bro. Oh, yeah. I yeah, you ever see those? That, I remember as a kid driving to Mexico. Peligro. Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, it was gnarly. <laughs> you're passing motorcycles and friggin' other cars, and no, I mean, but then you go through these little towns and stuff too. Like when we take this t- sharp turn in the corner, and they're having a funeral going down the road. Oh, like oh shit, we gotta back up and fucking haul ass down another way. And bro, they build little houses at their cemeteries. I seen that. Oh yeah. yeah. I said, I said it'd probably be disrespectful, but we one of the hunts we did was right next to one of them. It was like it'd be kind of cool to put these ducks on one of these things. The cartel, dude, they build like they'll put HVAC systems in them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're little apartments. Yeah, yeah, we hunted right next to one of them. It was kind of yeah. cool, you know. But uh, so yeah, the first day, then we go out and like a dump truck had dumped. They were going to try to fill in the road with a bunch of old mm. freaking concrete. Well, we couldn't go any further, so we had to walk. Well, it was all muddy and flooded out. Well, I bring Crocs down there. Yeah. Everybody else had boots. I like. I only have Crocs. But it was warm. It wasn't yeah, that cold. It wasn't that bad. But I mean, them guys took and dug out of that pile big chunks of concrete and like built us little stepping stones through this shit to get where wow. we we're going. Yeah. No, they they worked their ass. Yeah. Of course. So uh, 
I didn't give a shit, you know. Everybody else kind of, you know, playing a little bit. I'm like, I don't fucking care, dude. I'll walk through the mud, yeah. you know. And they will wash your clothes for you when you're down there, too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we had like a full-time housekeeper guy, you know. So we went out there, and uh, I was sitting hunting with Ramsey, the first dove hunt. He was kind of right next to me. I'm fucking missed. I, I shot a half a box of shells before I hit a fucking dove. Really? Oh, yeah. And he's sitting there fucking with me, and I'm like, Was this like I a planted field, or what was the? No. Uh, it's just this fucking cow pasture next to a river, dude. But, the, I mean, they're just thick. And they're shooting white wing and morning dove. And uh, I ended up, I think, I got 25 or so the first day. But I shot shit, you know, enough shells. But uh, the dove hunt was fun. That was cool. Um, but like I say, yeah, I ran through that half a box before I even hit one. And so funny that, angles. Did that barbecue guy that you're with, did he cook up some dove too? Yeah. I Yeah, he helped out with the dove. They did some really... I like the way they did their poppers, dude. They 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 filleted that dove and duck so thin it was almost like bacon. Yeah. And then wrapped it around, so it wasn't a big thick thing. It, I mean, it was wrapped around some peppers. Or, yeah. Yeah. And they used canned jalapenos, which we always use fresh here. Yeah. And that guy was like, "Dude, this is genius because they're already cooked." So uh, then you you because lots of times you're just you're, cooking the meat, you're not you're, overcooking. Yeah, it. lots of times you're overcooking and getting that yeah. pepper cooked. And he's like, dude, I never thought of this. This is the way to do it with the canned ones. And they, dude, they were excellent, man. And then he made some kebabs with those black belly whistling ducks. Those are those are good eating ducks. Yeah, let's get to that. So day one was Spoonie Smackdown with some blue wings. With some blue wings mixed in. I think we get, might have had one cinnamon. Then you, then you did the dove hunt. And then the dove hunt was cool. Got about 25 there. And then back, had a real nice dinner. They ever shoot bands? Very, very rare. I was gonna, I was gonna say, when they do, I wonder where they're banded from. I probably think it might be freaking up here, or, you know, here? or birdieologists. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you look at it, it's kind of straight down the coast from here. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those teal are Central Valley teal that go down there. I think. Okay. Well, I'm gonna talk to Jason and old freaking uh, Hoover about that. Yeah. I'm gonna hit them up about that for sure. Because you think they would shoot a few more? Because there is a fair amount of teal banded. Yeah. Well, it goes back to that volume of ducks, though, man. Like, there's a ton, there's a good amount of ducks that make it there, but not a lot of hunters. So, yeah. So, yeah, like. Well, I know. think they have a low. I mean, there's a good nesting population. Like, the cinnamon teal are pretty much. Local? Yeah. 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 But. Uh, so, day number two. Day number two, we went to a spot. Um, there were some ducks sitting on the water. We got there. Typical. They set up the blind. Everything's good. So, you're kicking birds off when you get there? Yeah. And. uh same same type of situation, like rain-filled pond? Yep, yep. Yeah. Same type of deal. And uh, it was a little foggy that morning. And Wait, How many decoys did they put up? Maybe a dozen. Yeah, not much at all. Not much. And it started off kind of slow. Yeah. We were there a little early. Like, Ramsey is wanting to get them there later. Because, like, in Mazelon, they got that dialed in, right? They don't. You don't show up till after daylight. Yeah. And it doesn't affect the hunt negatively at all. And these guys were wanting to get going, get going. It's like, dude, we're just going to sit out there and get ate by bugs. We don't need to be there. That's going to say, it's a mosquito situation. Not mosquitoes, rough. but the no see them things. Oh. Yeah, it's it pretty rough. They got the uh, the, the scorpions, too? In the I mean, it's seen any of that shit. But uh, I'm pretty bit up. I'm still pretty bit up from them things. But those thermocells would be great, but they can't get those butane cartridges in. Really? Yeah. That's part of it. The, so they, there's like... Bug spray work? Is that? It helps. It helps. They yeah. have off and stuff. It helps, but 
I don't know if you ever had to deal with them no see them things. They're horrible. I mean, they're just little gnats that bite you. Uh. But uh, anyway, so we're setting up there, and we jump some birds, and there's a couple landing, but it's still kind of dark, and we're all, nobody's really wanting to pull the trigger yet. We're waiting. You know, nobody wants to be a sluicer on the water, right? So it's going. We get on about an hour into it. And it's still pretty slow, pretty slow. And I know that they're kind of panicking because yeah. I mean, they're pressing rant. This is like a trial run for them. Uh, the the locals, the Mexican dudes. Yeah, the guys that run this, huh? Yeah. And, you know, and Ramsey, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, this, he ain't going to put this on his calendar unless this is a solid right. fucking hunt, you know. So they're sweating it out. So we're there like an hour and we've only shot like three or four ducks. And uh, I mean, we, we could have had a lot more on the water early, sure. but we weren't going to do it. But I mean, that's. So for down there, this is extremely slow, you yeah. know, and uh, there's a couple flew by, but they just, they weren't digging it, you know, and they panicked and they, all right, we're moving and okay, we've rolled out and uh, that's when we went to this uh, Whistler pond Ah. and I had some videos up there. It's on a reel too. When we pulled up, it was still foggy. We pulled up, there's thousands of these black bellied whistlers in there and they're just in there thicker than hell, man. And it's like, holy crap. So we go get set up in the blind. And, I mean, it's just smoke them, smoke them, smoke. I mean, we. And folks can't see what I'm showing you, but these uh, are the ducks, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they were on the duck stamp in 2020. I did not know that. Yeah, I remember that year because I've never heard of those ducks before. And I and I thought, why would they put this on the duck stamp? They're not even, they don't fly here. But I guess some parts of Texas they do. Yeah, yeah. So where we're we're at, it's like they're one of the northernmost ranges. Yeah. So they're big. Yeah, they're big. Are they making noise at all? Oh, yeah. They yeah. make some weird noises. Yeah. What's, I mean, I guess I could look it up on YouTube. Yeah, let's look it, it up on yeah. YouTube before I'm done. It's a weird noise. But the thing is, if they just come, they have big pink feet down. I mean, they're just cupped up coming in. And after shooting teal and darty friggin' yeah. spoons, these things are like, like friggin' meatballs. High, huh? Yeah, they're just coming. And they're just. I mean, they'd come right over us. You know, Ramsey's like, hold off, hold off. And they're getting over us. And then it's just boom, uh, boom, 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 boom. That's so cool. Yeah. The thing is that we had to learn there is the shells, they got to get through the military down there. So they're kind of limited. You don't just go get what you want, right? Yeah, no no boss shells. <laughs> well, you're shooting lead, so that's good. Uh-huh, that, that helps. But first day we're shooting ounce and a quarter, um, seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Second day. Seven eights, number eights. That's like a light target load, dude. Yeah. So seven eights. Yeah, ounce. that's that's like like trap. Um, number eight, seven eights. That's yeah. a trap load. Right? Yeah, that's a super light load. Like even yeah. I've had my Benelli have trouble cycling them in the past. Yeah. Oh yeah. So low base. Low base, and that's yeah. what we're shooting them big old freaking whistlers with. So we figured it out. Okay, we got to get them in a little bit closer because we're all <laughs> kind of like, what the hell? And Ramsey's like, these are light loads, guys. Let them get in a little closer. And we adjusted, and it was fine. And and you're so you're shooting a Beretta, um, you're shooting lead because it's legal. Yep. I mean, love it or hate it, that's their country, that's their law. Yep. And then plugs. No plugs. No plugs. So you can shoot. You know, five. Yep. Is it five? My, this gun only held four. Four. So it's four in the. The Benelli's tube. would hold five, but and Mazelon, but this place only had four. Oh, that so it's the, three in the tube, one in the chamber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, that's fine. Yeah. And you and you mentioned on the call when you called in last podcast that you were. Uh, you you shot some quadruples. Pretty dang sure, because when we were sure into that did, first yeah. day, because I mean it's so hard when you got four or five guys right. shooting, right? But <clears throat> I was at towards the end of the hunt, 
There was some coming in on my side. A bunch of spoons came in. Yeah. And it was, boom. And, I mean, I was the only one shooting over there. So I'm pretty damn sure. It's never for sure when there's multiple people. But, I mean, and I'm not watching what their other people are doing. But I'm pretty dang sure. Bro, these these, these uh, black-bellied whistling ducks, they almost look like cormorants. Yeah. With their feet in the back behind their tail feathers like that. Yeah, they do look very similar to cormorants. <laughs> A little bit uh, yeah. long. They're yeah, long because they it really extends their, their yeah. profile there. They do, and then they put them big, goofy feet down, and they come right in, and um, they're really easy to kill. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know, and they're excellent eating, too. Yeah, as, okay, so so, you, so you're at that pond. You So we're there. We ain't there. At five, the second location. Yeah, I, I can't imagine we were there more than an hour, and we were done. And I don't think we quite got a, got a full five limits that day, but Ramsey's also... They kind of look like a hybrid between specks and ducks. They do. It's kind of those black bellies. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, they're kind of a neat duck, and they were fun to shoot. Um, that was cool, and I'd never shot that species, so that was cool. You I can't mean, bring them back to the states, unfortunately. I mean, regardless of how many you shot at that second location, you know the the limit's seven here. I'm sure you yeah. shot more than seven. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the li- you know I'm sure you shot more than. 14. <laughs> well, Ramsey had the only Benelli down there, and it, it was messing up, so he was uh, down to a single shot. Oh. And Ramsey, I mean, the guy's hunts all over. He was uh-huh. being a good host, and he wasn't. What was, was he hog. shooting a 12 gauge? Or? Yeah. Yeah, because it's just because that's what it is there. Yeah, that's yeah. all 12s. Because his normal gun's a 28, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when he can bring ammo and stuff, but down it's not worth it. No. And pr- I mean, <clears throat> I want to bring a gun to Mexico. No. Good chance you're not getting that thing back to the U.S. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. He don't do that. Um, but, so yeah, I don't think we quite got limits that day, but we kind of picked it up. We could have held out, but at the same time, it's not it's yeah, not a limit. I mean, but, dude, we know, got a pile of friggin'. You shot you know, more than a limit over here. Friggin' a couple hundred ducks yeah. there, you know? So it's like, we're good. We're good. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, what are you trying to do? Yeah, exactly. You know, we're ready to get back, and I'm ready to drink some beer. And Here's your second location, too. Yeah, so exactly. At this point, we still got the dove hunt than, in the afternoon. Yeah. So then the second day, I went on the dove hunt. And that was cool. Um, I had a good day that day on the second dove hunt. That was nice. a lot of fun. That was when I was hunting with that dude in the Navy shirt. Oh. He was That guy worked his ass off for me, man. That's cool. Running out there. He was climbing a tree. I stuck one in a tree at helicopter, and he's up in the friggin' tree getting it out. And oh, wow. You know, he would go in this. I was hunting next to this. Are these young dudes or like your age, older? Yeah, they're probably 20s, 30s. Okay. Yeah, a couple young. of them were fairly young. A couple of them were probably guys. 30s, yeah. Yeah. But, they, I mean, they worked their ass off for us, man. I mean, this guy was like a bird dog, too. I was dumping it in this high shit, and there's all these crazy thorns down there uh-huh. all over, you know? And he's in that shit, getting, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to quit shooting him over there. I feel bad for this dude. Yeah. But, uh, no, that second day was good. I got I got a mess of doves the second day, too. And then uh, that's the night we cooked up them whistlers. Mm. And Brandon just cooked them up with whatever he had there it yeah. turned out a marinade was great and i mean dude they were bomb i mean he he didn't make poppers on he made like kebabs and put okay. some vegetables and stuff yeah. dude it was so good so good the food was all excellent <clears throat> and then the last day and that was the the house cook or the barbecue guy that the barbecue him? guy did oh. up the ducks yeah cool yeah and he helped them out a little bit he was and they were did you guys have to clean them then to, to nah. do that or they someone did that Somebody for you did yeah, it, that's yeah. cool we yeah. didn't even yeah <laughs> even better <laughs> and i didn't personally see it yeah but a lot of people always ask what do you do with all these ducks do you bring them home well dude you can't bring all this shit home to eat no no i don't even think you're allowed to bring them home no, to eat. you're allowed you to bring are. them home for taxidermy yeah 
But and if you are, there's going to be some headache process. Oh, poor Wade. Yeah. Uh, he never told me what ended up happening. So he brought home a couple cinnamons to mount, you know. Yeah. He's from Maryland. They don't shoot them over there. No. A lot of guys, know. they go to bring home. And Brandon it's, brought home a cinnamon. Cinnamon's too. kind of a trophy bird here. Oh, it is. They're, I mean, we shoot them. Yeah. We shoot them. But down there, even that, I mean, you shoot a couple hundred ducks, yeah. there might be four or five cinnamons in the, that. It's not huge no. numbers of cinnamons. No. Hell no. You know. So anyway, poor Wade. He goes through. They held him up two hours in customs, he said. He had a long layover in Dallas, so it didn't make him miss his flight or anything. But they held him up over two hours, dicking around, just doing government things. Yeah. Then, he and he had a late flight getting back into Maryland. They fucking lost his luggage. <laughs> and his bird's oh, in there. perfect. Thawing it's frozen, out. Yeah, yeah, thawing out. Oh, that's wonderful. So he said, oh, they're supposed to have it delivered tomorrow. And it's like, fuck, man, hopefully that thing's still good, you know? Well, the problem, the problem is it's like any industry, right? These TSA, Homeland Security, whoever it is, Customs, Border Patrol, whatever these folks are at the airport. When you're like any other industry, these employees are used to doing the same thing every day. So when you throw a wrench in there and, like, it's something that is their job, it is, yeah. you know, they're capable of it, right? But they have to, oh, I don't know what to do, right? I've, I haven't done this before yeah. or I haven't done it for five years. So – you know, you're always going to encounter some headache trying to navigate yeah. that BS. I've heard Atlanta is the place. Do not come into Atlanta with freaking birds. It really? is a nightmare, evidently. Dallas supposedly ain't too bad. I don't know about Phoenix. I've always been too scared to bring one back because you have to get them to a USDA taxidermist. And I, yeah. yeah. I've and never mounted one. one. <clears throat> I never no. mounted one either. Um, but I'm, well, A, I've heard so many horror stories about taxidermist that i've i've always been too scared to well, we know to a do good it. one now i was gonna say but now we know a good one <laughs> yeah. and we've seen his work and that dude's a freaking artist yeah he's, we know where he lives he's yeah. trustworthy yeah so well, we'll definitely yeah so now i feel like comfortable where like if i shoot a bird i want him out like yeah i'm gonna do it it crossed my mind to bring three of them back yeah and then say up oh, airline lost them dog ate them i threw them out sorry and yeah. then take them to who i want to take them to <laughs> but I I kind of got scared. It's right. like, how far are they going to take this? Are they going to start going through my freezer? Are they going to start looking at local taxidermist? Well, end of the line podcast, dude. The and government I will like, take you know, it pretty far. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. And that's why I thought, I said, you know what? These are all, th- realistically, I could shoot all three of these species at home. Yeah. So, why chance it? Yeah. You know? So, I, I I never, it's the third time I've been down there, and I haven't never brought any birds back. No. Well, that. If I could find a local USDA taxidermist, by the time you get it back here, you have to ship it to them. Ship back. I mean, you're going to have $1,000 tied up yeah. in this friggin' bird. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So. Nah, not, not for something <clears throat> that, I mean, maybe the only cool thing would be maybe that black belly whistling duck because that is something that we're never going to shoot here. But you can't import those. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, then never mind. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. Not, <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Cause, that was the one duck you can't import. I mean, I thought I'd, I'd bring a spoonie back from down there. You know, yeah, every, sure, I'm yeah. like, dude, it's the memory of the hunt. Yeah. You know, I mean, these are memories I'll have the rest of my life. I mean, you'd, who gets to do, it's such a small amount of people that get to shoot this high volume of ducks like this, you know? Oh, yeah. And I, I'll remember it forever. I mean, it was great, and the people were great, and Ramsey was really cool. Ramsey was supportive of our podcast. Yeah. That's you know, a, that's he, he really gave cool us a couple hear. plugs yeah. on his story. Um, He didn't have to do that. No, you know? no. I gave the guys some. I gave all the guys some stickers. Yeah. And uh, even Ramsey wanted some stickers, so that was cool. 
That's so cool. You know, I I mean. I was shocked when he told me that. I mean, not that I thought he was, like, anti or anything. It's just that, you know, you. uh, He deals with fucking dipshits like us all the time, you know. And um, we can't thank him enough, you know. And he said he, I guess he's listened to a few episodes. He said, keep doing what you're doing. So I thought that was cool. So That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I got to I got to head down to um Texas or Mexico or something to try these uh black belly whistling ducks. I mean, they look cool. I'm looking at Google and some photos here and they look like little specks with their freaking black bellies. I mean, Well, if you book this freaking hunt, uh, you can show it. Next time you go, I'm going. Okay. Yeah. I I've been I've been holding out being kind of cheap, but uh I'm ready to do it, man. Yeah, I got to figure out what I'm going to spend money on. Yeah. Now that we're rolling with these friggin' rich guys that want to go everywhere and do everything, <laughs> got a whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm still a blue collar dude here, man. Yeah. You know, because they want to go to Washington, they want to go to Yuma, you know. Right. So it's just like, okay, I, I want to do all that too, but at the same time, I got. You I know, want to do all that and more. Yes. <laughs> but. But we got to figure out what do I? Where do I want to spend my we're, money? We're pretty normal dudes, you and I. Yes, yeah. exactly. And you're in the middle of raising a family yeah. and everything else, and. Now, our, I will I will say, you know, not to not to brag or anything, but but normal normal subjective, right? So like, but let's be honest. Based on you know average income in California, we're we're in we're above average. Yeah. We're above average in the world, certainly. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't want to discount the life we live. In. It's we're born in. Yeah, this, we're blessed. Right? To it's amazing. Yeah. But we cannot just go on all these trips. It no. starts to really add up. No, no. I was just looking through on Instagram the other day. I'm like, dude been living like fucking rock stars we're up in the northeast hunting you know oh yeah you know starting to the season yeah. up there man then i'm in illinois sharon's boot camp then i'm up deer hunting in the mountains and then you should, just last week uh, monday we're laying in a field late goose hunting with those guys dude, then i'm in mexico hunting it's like dude i'm living like a rock star life you know i talked to mason about that today he they're they're in next year they are good. they're in they're yeah. like dude we gotta do this every february we gotta we gotta close the season with a late goose hunt yeah i'm like Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've been I've been doing this. Chasing it would be nice to birds. get a whole group. Not yeah. that there was any problem with the guys no. we hunted with; they were no, fine. No, they were awesome. But it'd be nice we'd get a whole group. You know, oh, just yeah, us. Dude, we're 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 doing it. I don't. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. We're 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 in every yeah. every late goose from now on. We're in. Yeah. No, yeah. that was a really good time. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Those guys. They. Uh, yeah, I'm glad Jeremy and Ryan came back on last episode, but they uh, they really get the birds in there. Yeah, 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 they do a great job, yeah. you know. This year wasn't, you know, what it could have been. It just no. kind of sucked, you know, but I was happy with the way it, it was. It was proportional to the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, it but was, I mean, yeah, we didn't have any big tornadoes or nothing, but they were getting them right on top of it. the onesies, twosies, threesies. I had one land next to me. Yeah, that was so crazy. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't get yeah. them closer than that. No. Yeah. No. Everyone thought I was going to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was cool. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I highly recommend everybody do this. So day two was the the black bellied uh, whistling ducks. Yep. What about day three? Because mm-hmm. you hunted three days. Yep. Third day was might have been my favorite hunt to be honest. All right. We were set up on a little stock tank, small pond. Not, I mean, not any bigger than your house. This little pond. Really. And it was foggy that morning, and I was kind of nervous because you got to have that burn off, and it was you know it's like man, this stuff ain't moving out. Right. Zero wind. So they get fog there too. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's on the ocean. So. Okay. Yeah. We're inland a little bit where we were hunting, but we're next to this big, huge marsh. I can show you on a map because I dropped a pin where we were. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, they were all coming in from the west, to which was to my left. Mm-hmm. And every bird just about came from that direction. 
and it started out. Seems to be a theme in your life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. From your left, in yes. fact. Yeah. Yes. Uh. So they just kept piling in that way. It started at, you know, single, a pair, spoonies, you know, yep. teal. It was a weird day. We shot a lot of green wings, but I, if I remember right, we only shot one or zero blue wings, which was super rare for down there. It was spoonies. And we shot like five cinnamon that day, which was impressive. So aside from that black-bellied whistling duck, they're shooting a lot of really darty birds. Because even spoonies can be pretty oh, yeah. darty. And we shot some widgeon. Oh, okay. We shot yeah. some widgeon. Oh. We got a gadwall. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, I hadn't done that before. It's always been just the teal and spoonies. Yeah. And then a couple. We did get, a, I think we got a hen pintail, too, the first day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, the pintails are kind of rare down there. Yeah. You know, he said in December they were loaded up down there. Like the one pond we hunted the first day, he's like, oh, yeah, if you come in December, all pintail here. Like, huh. Shoot, man, they were loaded up here. We could only shoot one of them. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Loaded. That that uh, last couple of weeks here was a, I mean, it was, if you want a pintail, you come shoot a pintail. Oh, yeah. In the eastern side of the valley here. Well, like these guys yeah. I was talking about, they, they're they talking about maybe coming out here and hunting. The, yeah. guy, the guys from Texas. Yeah. And I was like, dude, dude, come on out. You want to yeah. shoot your pin day? It won't be a problem. Oh, yeah. No problem I here. Said, if they do up that limit like they're talking, uh, get your butt out here because you guys are going to shoot yeah. the sprig. That'll be fun. Yeah. I hope they do. Yeah, I hope they do too. They were really nice guys. That guy's an excellent cook. I'll have to show you his YouTube channel. He, he only cooks over natural fire. He, he's not uh, into the Traeger shit or nothing. But it, I am. I am. Because I'm, yeah, I'm not dummies. good at it. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly why. Yeah, Ramsey yeah, was saying the same thing. Yeah. You know, That's awesome. That guys are really good at that. Yeah. And they 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 understand it. They're talented. I just can't control the heat enough no. to be able to yeah. do anything I'm not consistent. That. So I like to press the button. I like to set the temperature. I like to put the little probe in. Yeah. And it sets off a little alarm when that thing reaches temperature. And that seems to be working pretty well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, <laughs> definitely the way to go. I'm a little jealous of your new Traeger. I kind of want to... Um, well, they're even better now. I mean, it's like anything else. You know, flat screen TVs five yep. years ago compared to flat screen TVs now, they're they're even better. I mean. But I recommend you guys look this dude up on Instagram. His his name is B Roy's BBQ, and he has all kinds of cool videos and shit. Is he's a YouTube. Texan? Yeah, he's from Dallas. Dude, I love <clears throat> Texas bar- Texas barbecue. It's a thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, he has a. Very good. I'm into it. He said, I can't believe they haven't thrown you out of California yet. He told me that a couple times. Why? Just the way I talk. You know me. Yeah, Everybody's got it in there. People don't know that California is. Oh, I'm out spreading the word. Yeah. yeah Geogra- Geographically, California is more is more uh, conservative than liberal. Oh, yeah. yeah. People just people don't realize. No. Like that one Wade, it. he's from the eastern shore of Maryland, so he's like super east yeah. coast. And he's like. I get in the car, and I'm always, where are you guys from? Oh, I'm from Maryland. Oh, we're from Texas. I'm from California. It's California. What the fuck? I was like, dude, you're missing out, man. And by the end of it, he's asking me all these questions. Like, really? Oh, I'm yeah. showing him pictures. He's like, that's California? Yeah. Like, yeah, man. It's... So I'm out spreading the good word. No, I. And I'm a... like, man, I said, I never thought I'd meet a guy in California like you. The, the it, more I travel, the more I love California. Ge- geographically speaking. Geographically. Oh, yeah. We still hate the friggin'. I, yeah. I, I told him, I said, dude, this is like Red Dawn. Yeah. Me and my buddies are like the last surviving holdouts. We're not going nowhere. The hunting's good. Yeah. You know, of course, we can't stand the friggin' government. But 
what are you gonna do? I yeah. mean, I'm not just packing up and bailing. I'm gonna stay and fight and do well, what the fuck I was I want talking to, to someone the other day that's out of state, and I was telling him, a friend of mine, I said, "Listen, and I don't." Him and I really haven't talked too much politics, but I think if I was to guess, he's probably right of center. I mean, yeah. you know, most of my friends are. Not all of them, but yeah. most of them. But I said, listen, dude, politics aside, when this dude, when our governor runs for president, tell all your neighbors, tell all your friends to fucking not vote for this yes, idiot. This he has ruined our state. <laughs> Have you heard about this new deal he's got with the Panera Bread? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy's yeah. such a shitty yeah. Everyone needs bitch. $20 an hour except for my buddy's yeah, Front, you know yeah. his his employees. That fifteen's yeah. okay for them. Yeah, that's son of a yeah. bitch, dude. McDonald's and he's twenty, but Panera, no, 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 no. no. They're, they're just they're, a small little bread yeah, company. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all right. They got they got a bakery that yeah. changes things. Yeah, son of a bitch, man. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's so. Blatant. I don't think he stands a chance nationally. I think you look at the shit that we got going on here. I think there's enough of his war on homeless he started when he was oh, the mayor of San yeah. Francisco that's got nothing but worse. Well, now now he's really trying to change stuff because he, he wants to go higher. Oh, he does. And he knows that if he runs for president, the opposition will simply play videos of California craziness. That's all they got to do. And all they have to do is show what a third world country, Sacramento, San Francisco, Oakland. LA, Oakland. Oakland's like the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Newsom has turned all the cities in California to third world countries. And yes. that's all people have to show is those videos on a repeat loop 24-7. Yep. Smashing grabs. Yeah. I mean, in and out, shutting down their Oakland location because their yeah. customers getting robbed. Yeah, San Francisco people parking with their windows rolled down so they don't smash the windows. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, windows rolled down, trunk unlocked. Just take what you need. Yeah, you yeah. know, because we know that the government's not doing shit. Yeah, I mean that's the state yeah. that we live in. Oh, it's horrible. And and uh, it's it's mostly his fault. Let's oh yeah, <laughs> well he's doing nothing to yeah. prevent it. It's certainly you know. his supporters' fault. So you know, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican. This at this point, this is beyond politics. Oh, oh this is no. The yeah. guy is incompetent. He's a phony. Yeah. I mean, we try not to get too political, but I mean, I <laughs> well, this is beyond politics. Yeah. This has nothing. To, I mean, the I'll guy is you. a horrible human yeah. being, and he's a phony. He's the worst politician I can think of in my lifetime that I've yeah. seen. Even old Biden, who's a complete schmuck. Isn't as shady and shifty as this dude, probably. No, no, you know, no. The, All the okay. stuff like you got that house on the Sacramento River down there that his brother's cousin gave oh, him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the dude. It's a never-ending yeah, thing of has, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, gifted. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. he's a freaking creep. Uh, man. You know, not to mention he was, you know, uh, having an affair with like his best friend. Oh yeah, wife. I mean, this dude's he's a dirt just bag, a dirtbag yeah. on all levels. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. This has nothing to do with political <clears throat> views. This isn't even political. Yeah. Uh, he's beyond politics. Yeah, yeah. He's just a horrible dude, a horrible leader, and he doesn't have a genuine bone in his body, no. I don't believe. No. He, he will blow with the wind and whatever. A lot of hair gel. Yes, yes. <laughs> he gives us slick back hair guys a bad name. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, that's funny. You YouTube, people should YouTube when Adam Carolla interviewed that son of a bitch. I listened to that. Oh, yeah. He yeah. friggin' burnt that yeah. bastard. That was he, years ago. Yeah, no, I listened to oh, that. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, Carolla friggin' burned that bozo. He ain't come back on his show. The problem is... I sort of give Newsom a little credit for going there. A little bit. Like, I mean, like he went on Hannity too. Yeah, a, l- a little bit. I give him a little credit for doing that. Yeah. I mean, he knows that he's he's not, this isn't a supporter. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, I, mean, I was really surprised to see him go on Hannity. But He's pretty, sh- I'll, I'll just say he's shameless. Oh, he I is. Mean, yeah, that's all it is. He's shameless. He is. Yeah. And hopefully, 
listen, if we have the one Newsom supporter that's also a duck hunter listening to this podcast, <laughs> I guess you can unfollow us and stop I, listening I, I, to I, us. I can't imagine. There might be some friggin' diehard friggin' Democrat. I mean, we've we talked about it before, but like <laughs> Jerry Brown, I mean, hey, he was no enemy of the duck hunter. No. no. I mean, he did a lot of dumb crap, but he wasn't nothing compared to this dude. No. So. No, I got, I got, I got, you know, I'm not, we're not like super freaking. I know people, like you said, those guys are, oh, you're from California? Because, you know, but listen, neither one of us are extreme right wing. We're not super no. political. No. Yeah. No. But uh, but this is just. It's just this madness. It's yeah. like. This guy's an idiot. Yeah, he's as bad as they come. So I was telling so. someone in Indiana, I was talking to a guy from Indiana the other day, I said, listen, when this guy inevitably runs one day, you got to tell everyone you know. Yeah, do yeah. not vote for this guy. <laughs> he's a phony. Yeah, unless but. I mean, unless you look at California and you go, Man, awesome. I'd, I'd love to have a homeless camp in my front yeah. yard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shoot, Mexico, man. Mexico's doing better than California in many senses. Well, I, I mean, there's a lot of poor people wandering around, but I yeah. don't see a bunch of homeless people begging. Isn't that weird? There's not beggars. They no. don't put up with that shit, man. No. I mean, they're out trying to hustle, trying yeah. to sell yeah, they're $7 magnets to friggin' schmucks like me. There's a li- if you go to the cities, there's a little bit. There's a little bit. Yeah. It's not It's not totally unheard of, but... It's not nearly like here. No. Like, there was a kid. I don't know how. This kid had to be six, seven years old walking around trying to sell this fish. Oh, yeah. Did that sell anything? And I don't know where he got this thing or how many days he'd been packing it around. <laughs> but, yeah, he came up with this fish trying to sell it to us. And it's like, mm. It's starting to smell like my favorite bar in <laughs> Portland. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was a great trip. I recommend everybody do it. Um, I can say it's not even available. I assume he's going to put it on the calendar. It looks like the hunts went well after I left the group after me. And and combo hunt that was cool. So combo you were, hunt was cool. You duff hunted every afternoon. Yeah, it was a little tiring, dude. I'll give you that. Because yeah. and especially with the four hours in the car. To be honest, I probably could have done without the dove. Like maybe trim it down to once or something. And I mean, it, I didn't have to go if I wanted to stay no. back. I could have, but I mean, I'm like, oh, I paid for it. But I mean, you you're still paying for, for the shells. Yeah, twenty eight bucks a box. I shot twenty one boxes in three days. So you show up in the afternoon for these dove. It's later in the afternoon. It's like like yeah, when, we got out there about three. Yeah, so it's like when we go back yeah. to Dove Hunt here. Yeah. And um, it starts out kind of slow, and then they're coming in big waves. Before sunset, they start yeah. really coming in. Yeah, and in big groups. What's the limit? I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I shot more than 25 any day. Uh, that's a lot of Dove. You know, I mean, I, it looks like the group after us is some Dove smoking fools. We never actually laid all our birds out and Are they pictures. doing mojos or anything with the Dove, no, or are they just, you're no. just chilling? Now, Ramsey did say for the ducks. He's oh, Mexico has no limits from August to mid-September. I don't know about now. Um, he, uh, yeah. he said he's going to bring a mojo for ducks. Okay. He thinks that it will be great to have one of them. Suck them right in. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I'm, I'm kind of over them here. A lot, of them never, over a lot of them never seen it down yeah. there. So, you know, I, I, would be, I was thinking if I'd have known it, I'd have packed my mojo dove and brought it. When, mm-hmm. when mojos first came out here. And and they became popular in the valley. They worked. Oh yeah, yeah no question, they worked. But yeah. I think these birds have figured it out now. Sure seems that way to me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking next year I might, I might get one with a remote. Get their new one. They gotta got. get gotta get the remote. I was yeah. Just when Dribble had that it. new one, that looked nice. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I after this shitty year, and I know there's not a lot we can do when there's no birds around. But I think I'm gonna try to do a little outside the box crap. Yeah. Maybe making some changes if things aren't working. Well, we, do we? I, I don't know about you. I, well, you did. You hunted that refuge down south. Yeah. But dude, I didn't hunt a single refuge this yeah. year. I should have. No, just, we should have pulled the plug on a rice. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. 
we kind of just sat and waited. They're going to show up. They're going to, and they never did. Because they did every other year. I mean, yeah. yeah so we've if, never had it this bad. No. And I mean, I don't want to be a bearer of bad news, but with all this water, we're going to have the same amount of rice next year. So if it's going to be warm like this again, right, then yeah. it's going to be a similar situation as last year. And really, no saying. There's now no they, saying. they are saying that they're going to get water in the Klamath this summer. That's a big plus. That's that could be from. We'll see if those theories are correct or not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, um, sounds right. I'll support it. Seems like a good Ramsey thing. was talking about, you know, that being this climate crisis being man-made, but not in the sense of like because of diesel pickups, more in the deforestation of like the boreal. I've forest. heard that. Yeah. And it's all the carbon sinks. Yeah. Are getting sucked up. I've heard the same thing. And that's part of what's warming it. And that, I mean, that that makes sense to me. So it's not that the emissions is as bad as it is the, you know, deforestation of shit, you know? so Well, again, it's like you look at you look at what the damage that a volcano does yeah. in terms of carbon output and, and deforestation, the fires it causes, yeah. right? What are we doing? Electric vehicle? You think all of us driving a Tesla is going to solve no, this problem? I, I don't think that's going to do it. Yeah. I mean, this. I, does it make a difference? I don't think so. I, I don't. I mean. Uh, they got shit burning so clean now. I haven't been. Con- yeah, I haven't been convinced. I think oil, you know, is a seems like a resource that we have hundreds of years left of. And they and like I say, they got them so efficient now. They burn. They, they have them efficient. I, mean, I, I, I like efficiency. Yeah. I think the hybrid model is like a good thing, right? Like a like fuel efficiency is good. Well, these cars. You remember when you? Well, maybe not you. When I was a little kid, every car smelled, dude. Your eyes were yeah. watering. They all Those broke were, down all the time. Yeah, they all broke down. <laughs> They're smoking. Everything's you know, it yeah. freaking choke oh, you yeah. out. These new cars, you don't smell shit. Yeah. You know, they burn so damn clean. So I don't know. Yeah. Well. Always, always good to travel to other places in the world, whether it's for duck hunting or just vacation. But uh, I'm jealous. I think it sounds like a great trip. Uh, you know, again, next time you go, um, sounds like it's not going to be next year, but the year after, I'm in. Count me in. We'll, yeah, maybe uh, we can get Mason and Curtis on board because it would be fun. I to bet do a we whole, could. I bet we could. A lot of guys do that the whole bro trip. Yeah, because it's kind of tough when you're a one guy. Yeah. I've always been the single guy going like this, and it, it's kind of tough. No, we can do it. But yeah. it would be cool to have a group of us, you know. I like I like it. It sounds fun. Um, I'm even down to go other places. It doesn't have to be Me- – Mexico is probably one of the more affordable places to go because the air airfare is fairly cheap. Yeah. I mean, in Argentina is a bucket list one. That will be yeah. one day for me, but that's going to be a while down the road. But that's got something i got to well, do. Me too. You yeah. let me know. Yeah. Yeah. You let yeah, me know. I'm into one. that. I'm well, and there's some and sure. there's some U.S. hunt like because I was asking him, said I'm sure you're bored with this all the time. Where's the best flooded green timber to yeah. hunt? And he said, yeah, I've honest, never done a timber hunt. No, he said to be honest, Arkansas is pretty much all locked up. It's most yeah. of the public land is good, but I mean you're dealing with that public shit right. show, or it's all locked up with high dollar shit okay. that you can't like private stuff. Right. But he was saying this place in Kansas, this oh. Carter's Big Island. He says there's some flooded timber there that's extremely productive. Okay. And uh, I was going to kind of look on his website into that, maybe talk to you guys, because that'd be kind of cool. Go out there sometime. And they smoke them. It's all mallards. and Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, it looked like a cool place. I just Google it. It looks fun. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd like to do that. Canada's another thing that we might want to think about. You Dude, do I've that. always wanted to do Canada. Saskatchewan. You know? Yeah. The prairies. I mean, Canada's been a bucket list for a long time. Yeah. Remember we almost went. 
Yeah. We almost went, and it would have been COVID. COVID it would have got canceled. Yep. And we that was that was Providence looking out for us right there. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. For we sure. were that close to 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 doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been crazy, man. Yeah. But, well, I guess that's all we got, huh? We're over an hour. No, I'm I didn't. I haven't really talked to you much about this because mostly for the. It sounds a little dumb, but I know when we talk, I always try to. If if I know we're going to talk about the podcast, I don't even want to hear about it. Like, yeah, it's, you know, yeah, let's make talk it, about it here. Make it real, yeah. yeah. So you don't have to pretend to be. Oh, really? Yeah. Or I'll just forget to pull, ask you certain things, or or we'll skip over things because. We already talked about it, so in my head, we you know, we've already covered it. Yeah, exactly. But you uh, just forget about it. But no, I'm jealous. This sounds so cool. Oh, it is, man. Definitely a good way to end the year we had. And uh, we got some really cool guests lined up. Um, didn't work out scheduling this weekend with a couple of them, but we got some cool off-season guests coming up. Um, some super cool off-season guests. Yeah, dude. that's yeah. so. It's so cool how this is working out this year. You know, we started it off-season. They were closing in yeah. on our year. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do a little party on yeah. our year anniversary. Yeah, April. Yeah, we're almost to a year. Um, what we're like near sixty episodes. Yeah, somewhere yeah. near there. I think. Yeah, I think we're. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and now we got some cool, off like you know good off season guests. Not that we would hate to talk to them during the season, but during the season we're really focused on duck hunting. So yeah, and all, other people are too. So. Yeah. We got some cool guys uh, scheduled to come up, all kinds of different folks. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah no, it's going to be cool. a fun off-season. We're going to do this. We might be doing a little bit of traveling to go see yeah. some of these guys. That'll be cool. We can take a half a day and head down to Central Valley or wherever and talk to some oh, of these yeah. guys. And So we got some cool stuff lined up coming down. So Well, well, this last summer we were supposed to do it, and then you bailed on me. You bailed on me twice this year. For you know what? what? You bailed on me for the, the refuge cleanup day. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was you, I doing? I don't know, but you told me, hey, we got to do this, and then I go out and do it, and you're busy. I forgot about that. And what then, did I do? Did I go see Bird or something that day? It was probably valid, whatever you did. It that. was valid, but I remember, oh, yeah, I brought it up, and then you do it. <laughs> yeah, get out there and clean up. Good and, job. And then we were supposed to go to the uh, the Oroville OHV Park and then go shooting afterwards. And we did go shooting. We did, We went and went shooting, but we never did the OHV Park. No, yeah. we didn't. So when you get your side-by-side back. I think we did it because my side-by-side blew up, dude. Oh, that could be That it. might have been why. So when you get it back, though, we're going to have yeah. to take it out. And I'll take my new one out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can ride around out there. That's a good idea. Got my new-to-me side-by-side that I bought off of oh, yeah. Mason. Oh, yeah. Yep. Old Mason sold his friggin' old mule, so that's cool. Yeah. Your quad was fine, but this is so much better than a little pickup bed, and you can haul the crap yeah, out it's there. Yeah, it's a lot more... Uh, you yeah, a lot more utility to it. Yeah, yeah. Quad was good for. I mean, it, I've got no complaints about the Honda. I mean, it's great. That was a great quad. Yeah, but you know, served its purpose when I needed it. But the price was right on this thing. The and price I mean, was with, right. I with sold the way that. we set up, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the way you sold that thing for decent money and. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great, man. All right. Well, we will talk again soon. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. We'll probably do one from down at Milco. I wanted to do one with Curtis last yeah. time I was down there. Now we could probably do a an all-gay four-way with Mason and That's Curtis right. and you and super cool clubhouse down there. You guys might remember some of the pictures I put up on there. So we're going to go down there and hang out and do a little beer run deal and shoot some trap and stuff That's like right. that. So we'll talk to you all next week, and be sure to rate and review. I see a lot of you been doing it. If you haven't. Just take the time. Spotify, iTunes, rate and review us, please. Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys. Bye.